0: What's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. We're back at it doing another sweet episode today. We want to talk about how to create a kick butt resume. Um, we're what are we? COVID day twenty now or so? Uh, it's getting crazy. Um, I know many out you uh, or many out you many of you out there have either uh, you know you're transitioning to working from home or you are limited in the office space, or some of you have found yourself uh, laid off or taking a furlough or other reasons that, um, you know, companies have found themselves struggling. i uh, heard of companies where they've had uh, millions of dollars worth of, of work or jobs, and then those just disappear. So, um, you know, this is a real deal. And so we want to talk about if you are in that situation and I don't think it will last forever. So I think it's important to have a resume that is polished up and ready if you do find yourself in that situation. But also in general, um, if you are looking at moving around anyway, or if you've recently got your PE license and you kind of want to upgrade, um, having a kick butt resume is something that everybody should have and every once in a while you should go in and do some maintenance if you have one sitting around. So today we want to talk about that and it's going to be good stuff and that uh, is going to come right up. So stick around and we'll get right to it. Hey, guys, before we continue, I just wanted to talk about a couple of housekeeping items. One of them is some pretty sweet news, and that is that we were featured on a awesome blog post uh, titled The Top 10 Civil Engineering Podcasts You Must Follow in 2020. And if you want to check that out, it's on a website called feedspot.com, and I will link to that in the description of the show. Uh, But, yeah, it's pretty sweet. We were uh, voted on here or listed here as number five in the civil engineering academy uh, podcast and it's been fun to do so uh, you know i think exposure to this is getting out there and if you guys want to leave comments that would help us that would be awesome leave us a rating uh, if you're listening this to uh, on apple podcasts or google or spotify or whatever podcatcher You are catching this on. It is extremely helpful when you do leave awesome reviews. And we really do appreciate it because, hey, you guys are awesome. So keep that up. Uh, This has been fun to do. And I can't wait to keep sharing more with you and really make this podcast something uh, you find valuable and making you in and being a civil engineer just more uh, entertaining and of more value Uh, to you and your life. So thanks for that. Appreciate it. And I'll leave a link in the description. All right, guys. So let's dive right into it. In today's episode, we want to talk about kicking or kicking. Yeah, we want to talk about kicking, creating a kick butt resume. Um, So yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff's going on these days with COVID-19 going on. And we want to make sure that either your resume is polished up, or that you can create a resume that definitely stands out. So um, really, uh, something that is too lengthy, I mean, I'm just going to start rambling on on some tips. Uh, These come from my own experience, either creating a resume or from people that I've actually interviewed, uh, some things that I've seen that have really stood out to me. And uh, these are good things for, uh, for you because it's what's going to land you a sweet job in the future. If you need one or just to polish up your resume, it'd be a good thing to do too. So you you have to really just simply do th- some things that will allow your resume to stand out from, from others. And there's obviously no right or wrong way to create a resume. I mean, part of this is the creativity that you have within your own power, Uh, But what we have to do is make it obviously presentable and make sure that we're hitting on some key points uh, that someone can quickly make a decision on whether they like the resume they see in front of them or not. Uh, So there's some things I think you can do that will help you to stand out. And uh, one of those things is making sure your resume is, is, is a little bit, uh, I don't know, customized, I guess, customed, uh, you know, make it stand out a little bit. Um, put a nice little, you know, I'm just giving ideas, but you can make your resume look really polished and clean and look like you put some effort into it. Maybe put a, a, a slim border on it or uh, make sure, you know, it's graphically Pleasing to the eye. Uh, I think for me, some of the things that stand out to me when I'm looking at a resume is if you have it up at the top, you obviously uh, up at the top, you're going to have some of your own information on how to contact you up at the top. uh, And we'll dive into more details on exactly maybe how the format of that resume should look. But I think um, in general, some of the things that I think stand out to me. are when you bold certain things. You're not gonna bold in, you know, a lot of things, but if you wanna bold specific things that you wanna highlight, that's gonna be eye-catching. I think one of the things that can very much help you that I have found more interesting is when you list your interests on your resume. Uh, a lot of people will go through the entire resume and then they find out, uh, oh man, this guy has run a few marathons, or he enjoys um, underwater basket weaving, and I do, t- or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it is, uh, sometimes when you list interests on your resume, uh, just not a ton, but if you could list a few interests that, you know, that you've been doing, some of those things become the talking points that you can build a relationship on. Uh, it, it's very surprising to me. When that happens, but it does happen all the time. So if you can put your interests on your resume, that really stands out. Uh, and and you should be doing that. So highlight some of those things. and to just weave it in, if you're doing things that kind of show your achievements, um, that's even better. So, uh, you know, I put on there that I had run a few marathons on my own resume. And because of that, I think that shows people that you are determined, you know, how to stick with it. You know, if you can do anything like that, if you play an instrument that you enjoy playing or you've played in a band or you've done something like that, those are things I think people like to see and hear. And I know I like to uh, as I read through resumes as well, because it gives you something to talk about uh, outside uh, of obviously the key components of a resume. So these are things that are just kind of taking it above and beyond. And that's just a quick scan of a resume. People can see that. Um, The other thing is I wrote on here, add something that might be similar to what the company is doing. Um, And it's helpful if you can even, you know, you, you want to do your homework, okay, when you're applying for a job with a company that you are interested in. Find out what projects they're working on. Find out um, the the current projects that they're working on. This is all typically found on a website, right? Everybody has a website, so you can just go check out their website, go look at what projects they're working on, get familiar a little bit with them, maybe in your own life, realize some maybe something you could tie into that people love to see the name of their company or them you know anything to do with them but if you could mention anything that deals with them as a company or something you worked on that was similar to them as a company that's going to catch their eye um, it, it catches my eye when somebody mentions a, a project that they've worked on or is similar to a project that they're currently working on either you know certain budget figure or same kind of concept or anything like that, anything you can do to figure out a way to incorporate them as a company into your resume or something that you worked on similar to that is just going to be a huge boost to you. And so that's, a, that's just another point and another piece of the puzzle that could really make your resume stand out. All right. So what do we apply next? So after we talk about our professional experience and if you don't have any professional experience, you're going to list what you were doing in school and the projects that you've been working on in school. Anything that can help you build the resume, build a profile that will show the employer that, that you are working on stuff, that you've worked on stuff that's uh, applicable to what you're doing or what you're applying for. All of that is very helpful. So if you do have experience, you want to list your jobs that you've worked on or have worked at previously, including projects. It's perfectly acceptable to throw in numbers, too, if they are larger dollar figure projects or any, I mean, really any dollar figure project, if it gives people an idea of what you've been working on, right? And so you want to do that. Uh, if you've worked at a company for not very long, I don't think it's wise to put that in there. Let's say you just worked at a company for like two or three months. I don't think that's that's a good thing, uh, especially it sh- if, as an employer looking at resumes. Uh, personally, if I'm looking at resumes and I see you've been jumping around over and over and over again, it tells me that there's no stability with you. There's no consistency with you. It tells me that if I hire you, I'm only going to have you as an employee for like one year, two years at the max, maybe. I don't know. But you're going to be looking elsewhere quickly. And so, um, you know, that's not totally bad. I know in today's climate, it is very common to switch jobs and that's totally fine. Um, But I just you don't want to switch jobs too often. I think that's a bad thing. And if you've only been a job for uh, a few months, I don't think you should put that on there, as that kind of signifies to people that uh, you know you're going to be bouncing, and we don't want that. So we want to show that you are determined, you're committed, you want this, and uh, you stick to things, right? So after we uh, get your professional experience up there. I think the nice thing to have underneath that is kind of either licenses or softwares that you are uh, aware of. You could also uh, list as part of uh, licenses that you have with that or affiliations that you have. A lot of people are part of the ASCE or the AISC or any of these uh, affiliations that you could be a part of. If you've been a member of those, those are helpful to put on there. It just shows people that you are involved and active in your community and in the societies that the uh, you you care about your your profession. Right, you're involved in those societies because you want to learn more and do more. And it's always a leg up if you if you do participate in those at all. That is definitely worth putting on there, and uh, it's good stuff. Uh, another thing I like to see on a resume is actually recent trainings. And I put this on my own resume because what this does, if you can list trainings that are on your resume, um, it shows an employer that you are continuing your education. And if you're taking any sort of coursework or continuing education that your employer has put you through or you recently took a week long, whatever, and you put that on there, it really helps people understand where you're at, where your mindset is, what you're learning, and that you are uh, committed to learning more. That you're not stuck with uh, the mindset that you already know it all, uh, that you already have your degree, but that you're willing to learn more and put more effort into more training and and just more additional uh, education to help you kind of move the needle and become the best employee that you can be, Right. So that's really a highlight. Uh, I love seeing what recent trainings that you've taken on your resume, if you have have taken any at all. Uh, But really, if you dig deep, you can probably think of a few that you have recently taken. Uh, If you have your PE license, it's required uh, to obviously have continued education. Uh, And a lot of times, uh, employers are paying for you to get additional training. Uh, And a lot of employers have their own intranet hub where you can take training there as well. And so if you've recently taken a, a training on shallow foundations or deep foundations, uh, you know, go ahead and list some of that stuff because it tells me you are actively involved in keeping the resume up and keeping the education up uh, and that you care to further your career. You're not stuck um, basically with just just your degree. And, and I don't mean just your degree, but you you know what I'm saying. You're continuing your education. You care about where you're at and you care about what you're doing. And that's what those things show. All right, let's keep going with our resume discussion. So another thing that just kind of popped in my head, I probably should reverse this. But if you're listing, let's go back a little bit. If you're listing a lot of your job experience and you're listing projects that you think are are applicable, uh, that's the key. You don't put every project that you've ever worked on if you can, try to edit those so that you're putting projects that you worked on or things that you did that are applicable to the position, right? Those things should kind of surface to the top of the experience that you're showing because that's obviously a highlight to the employer. They want to see uh, that you're working on stuff that's very similar to um, what you're dealing with. So, it, for instance, in my case, when I have interviewed others... I work in the transmission industry, transmission engineering, and the utility world. And whenever we have uh, had a, uh, employees come in for interviews, I remember s- specifically seeing a guy that worked on light rail systems. And so it was very easy to connect with that because he's dealing with tensions of lines. Uh, it's a lower voltage of line, But it's easy to talk about the structures, uh, what dead end structures, tangent structures, what tensions they were using, those of that nature. And so what he did is he applied uh, working on light rail systems with a uh, transit authority and used it for his resume working in transmission design. And it worked beautifully. So these are the kind of things you need to look at. That would uh, projects or anything that would apply to the specific role that you're applying for and try to surface those to to the top in your work experience as you list that. All right, let's keep going. I kind of forget where I'm at, but let's talk about some other elements that are really good on a resume. One of them is to list your skills. Um, I like to see those on there. It tells me that you've thought about for yourself what your qualities are. You know, that you're good at customer service, that uh, you work well with groups and you work well uh, alone as well. You can handle workloads, uh, all, you know, different skills, skill sets are good. You could list in there what software you might be good at as well. Um, but, you know, that could also fall under a category. Maybe you title qualifications and skills, something like that. And, and you're throwing in uh, the software that you're good at. So um, having a list of skills, I think is, is very handy to look at as well. Um, You know, as long as we're getting that on there, it's probably going to be under your work history or experience as where you're going to list your skills. Uh, Or if if you do the formatting the right way on a resume, I've seen formatting where you list skills maybe on the far right of a column, and that's kind of nice to see too, because on the left-hand side, you've got all your material that's mainly, you know, your objective or summary. You've got uh, maybe on the left-hand side, your qualifications for the position. Uh, Also on the left-hand side, you've got your professional skills, which is kind of your experiment, your experience. And then on the right, you kind of just bullet point some things that are really quick to, uh, to pick out because that, you know, doing something like that might set your resume apart kind of graphically, um, which is kind of nice nice to see too. So uh, those are just some ideas I'm throwing out there uh, as well to try to help you format the resume right. And also where what to, what sections to kind of include with this. So skills is also a good one to, to place in there. So I guess another point to Think about is what if you don't have any engineering experience, uh, if you don't have skills you think you have that translate into the position that maybe you're trying to apply for? And I can guarantee you if you sat down and thought about it, you could think about a skill that you learned in your particular job that you have right now that could apply to the position you're trying to get, even some civil engineering position. Right, so I mean, let's say you were good at delivering news newspapers. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, if you deliver newspapers, you had to wake up early, you were committed to doing it. Uh, you had to deliver stuff on time, uh, you know, every day or whatever it was. So you know, you can list some of those skill sets and still list them on your resume uh, because it shows an employer that you're a hard worker, you know, that you're dedicated, that you're committed that you're on time all those things can be a really really good thing uh, that you're showing your employer uh, even though you don't you haven't worked in the civil engineering arena so don't think that because you didn't that you don't work in the civil engineering arena that you don't have skills that apply for the position that you're trying to get i'm saying that anything and everything could be applicable and you can still put that on your resume and tailor it in a way that's going to work out for you um, Let's talk about this, um, I think that a lot of employees see a fair amount of um, exaggerating the truth or lying on the resume, and this can really, really bite you in the butt. You you never want to do this, and this should be just common sense across the board, but people definitely do it. Um, they know they shouldn't, but they do. Um, but you don't want to lie. You don't want to exaggerate the truth. Uh, you want to be honest and truthful in in everything that you're doing, especially what you're putting on your resume, because that stuff's just going to come back and bite you on the butt. If you don't have experience in certain areas, you know, that's OK. And tell people that. But tell people that you're willing to learn. You're a hard worker. You pick up on stuff quickly. You're willing to turn bad things into good situations. You can, you know, on and on and on. Um, just be honest on there. Uh, it, it's really bad. It carries through on everything. It carries through on your interview as well. And you don't, you don't want to do that. So, um, I remember interviewing somebody also for a transmission engineer. Uh, and you could just, you could just sense that something was off when everything on a resume is just kind of, um, blown up I guess I don't know is, is exaggerated it's just a red flag to everybody that that you're not an honest person and nobody's going to want to work with you so be honest with what you're doing with what you're putting on your resume and that's going to be very very helpful um, another thing that I found very helpful when you're just in an interview because once you get the resume going and you've actually get an interview which is awesome because that's that's the point of a winning like a really good resume, right? Is And a kick butt resume is just actually getting the interview. That's what we're trying to do. We could talk a whole nother podcast about interviewing, but once you create a kick butt resume, you can definitely get in, you're gonna get into the interview. And that's really what the whole goal of this whole thing is, is to create that first spark, that first initial interest in you as a person, as an up-and-coming engineer or as a uh, an experienced engineer and make sure that you stand out among the crowd. So guys, that's what I think about creating a kick butt resume, uh, something that somebody could just look at real quickly and identify you as a standout. Take your time in making your resume, make it pleasing to the eye don't be afraid to um, look at all. There's all kinds of resources online. If, if you were to just kind of do a Google search and type in, uh, you know, an amazing resume or something, you'll get a lot of cool examples. And you might just might as well take some of those and make it yourself. Google Docs has some really great stuff. I'm sure Word has stuff, too. Use those to your advantage. Make it applicable to yourself. Um, if you have a LinkedIn profile that will help you too list that up in that header pos- position um, so people can find you and look you up and really dive into a little more detail on on what you're doing and then lastly, if I could talk about one thing that I think really gets me all the time and that is uh, going along with the formatting and paying attention to things on your resume and the last thing I just want to really hit on is make sure. Make sure spelling is good, okay? Nothing looks worse than going through a resume and things are just spelled wrong or out of place or things don't make sense. Just just make sure things look good and that they are spelled correctly because if you do not have that stuff, um, it does, It just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good on you, okay? You don't look professional. Doesn't look like you're taking this seriously, uh, and that translates into sometimes into the interview. Um, I've seen people with a lazy resume; they get into the interview, and they're also lackadaisical in the interview. Like it's just no big deal. Pay attention to to the way people are interviewing. Um, pay attention to your um, how you're standing, your posture. Uh, be involved. Be engaged. You know, don't don't be so lazy that you don't. It doesn't look like you want the job, or you're just so cool about it that nothing matters. That's just not the way to do it. So anyway, guys, I think I have did a brain dump, and you guys got everything I got on how to create kick butt resume, and I think uh, it's going to translate. To good stuff. So, I've kind of hit on a lot of points that you should be including in the resume, some of the formatting that you should do on the resume, uh, some of the bolding you should be doing, how to translate experience and skills that you should be putting on the resume, associations, all of that good stuff makes a kick butt resume. But if you can do it in the format that I talked about and include some of the things that I talked about, I think you're going to stand out above the crowd and really make it look good. Now, uh, here at Civil Engineering Academy, we are actually in the works of creating something, a course that would help engineers take their uh, engineering career to the next level. And what we uh, decided to do is create a course that would help engineers become eventual managers. And as part of that, it is included uh, talking about how to create a kick butt resume. Uh, I'm curious out there, if this is something you would be interested in, even down the road. If you're not quite at the engineer, uh, you know, if you're just studying for the exams, definitely do that. But there will come a point in your career where you have to make a decision of whether you're going to continue in engineering and maybe become a principal uh, one day, who knows, or if you want to take that fork in the road and eventually become something in the management field or project management field. Uh, Those are kind of decisions that engineers kind of end up making as they progress in their career. And that's something we want to do. So this is kind of uh, some bullet points, some tips that are coming out of that. And we wanted to just share that with you. I am more interested though, in knowing if you are interested in something like that. If you are, let me know. Shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. We are working on a place where you can let me know if you are interested in that. If I do get that up, I will link it in the show notes or the description of the show itself, but it's just something on my mind and something I want to share with you because I think it'll be fun. Maybe we'll call it uh, the career booster boot camp or career building boot camp, something along those lines. Uh, It'll be good stuff. Anyway, guys, I hope this helped you out. Um, I do care about what you're doing. I care about you creating an awesome resume and getting the job that you really want that leads to a career that you really want. Uh, so you can be more satisfied in what you're doing. So if you have found yourself in a bad position or you're looking to change or you just wanna polish polish up your resume, hopefully the tips that I shared with you today uh, can translate to your own resume and make something better out of it. Anyway, with that, guys, we will uh, let you go and hope you have an enjoyable day. Be safe out there and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Oh, hey, one last thing, guys, before I wrap this up. I know I said my goodbyes, but I'm jumping back on to let you know that if you are interested in joining a course that we will be creating called the Career Booster Blueprint, go check it out and go sign up. Uh, You will become an early adopter. You'll be the first to know about it when we launch or uh, anything that we put out. You're going to be the first to hear about it. That includes also special pricing. Uh, When we do that. So if you are interested in taking your career from civil engineer to manager uh, and beyond and learn all the necessary skills to do that, including how to create a killer resume uh, in more detail, uh, leadership training, uh, how to crush your interview and a lot of other skills that you need to know. Go check it out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash CBB, and you can go sign up right there. You'll be the first to hear about it when we uh, release this, either in a beta launch or in the full-blown launch, but you'll be the first to hear about it either way. Go check it out, com slash CBB, and go sign up. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Email me at Isaac at CivilEngineeringAcademy.com. And if you need more tips, resources, anything to do with the FE, the PE, or anything to do with civil engineering, go check out CivilEngineeringAcademy.com. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.